What's up, nerds? My name is Amanda, and I'm the executive and music pastor of God Squad Church, a church for gamers, and I have the privilege to be your host this week for Bible Thump. And today, I wanted to talk to you about making suffering your servant. Now, right off the bat, you may already be thinking, whoa, what? (laughs) Uh, And don't worry, I'm going to explain what I mean But first, I want to ask if you have ever experienced difficulty or suffering in your life. Maybe that was experiencing loss or battling health issues, struggling financially, or experiencing hurt or betrayal from your relationships. And honestly, the list is just goes on and on because there's so many endless things that we can face in this world. Maybe you find yourself currently struggling, wondering when you'll finally see the light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe you've been going through something for years and you've begun to lose hope for your situation. Maybe you've been wondering when God will come through and deliver you from whatever battles you've been facing. And maybe it's even reached a point where you feel as though you've become a servant to your suffering when it's all you think about It dictates how you feel, what you do, how you move forward, and so on and so forth. So today I want to share three mindset shifts that will help you make suffering your servant. Three mindset shifts that will take you from being a slave to your suffering to instead making your suffering serve you. And the first mindset change is going from distrusting to trusting. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. It can be hard for us to trust God when we don't understand what we're going through or why we're going through it. But we need to remember that while we may not see the full picture, God does. Now let's use the example of a puzzle. I love puzzles personally. Our life is like a thousand piece puzzle and the current suffering you are facing is only one piece of that puzzle. You may be struggling to find where this piece fits and maybe you are beginning to believe that this piece doesn't even belong to this puzzle. That there's got to be some mistake here because it makes no sense how this piece fits. Now, it's understandable why we might feel that way because we aren't seeing the bigger picture. Unlike how puzzles typically have the picture on the back of the box to show you the end result, we have no idea what the end result is meant to look like and how each piece will contribute. But God does. God sees all and God knows all. He is the master craftsman who sees and takes every piece of our puzzle and puts it together piece by piece according to his perfect will and timing. And while we might be be caught off guard by our own suffering, he isn't. We may not be able to understand our circumstances, but we can trust in God in the midst of them. We can reflect on God's character and remember that he is good, kind, just, righteous, merciful, steadfast, and faithful. We can remember how he has come through for us in the past and trust that he will do it again. 
When we choose, and I say choose deliberately because it is not something that will come automatically, we need to intentionally choose to trust God, remembering his character rather than fearing the storm around us. Just like how Jesus was able to fall asleep on the boat in the middle of a storm, you too can rest assured that God is in control, trusting that he will work it all out for your good. The second mindset change is going from despair to joyful. James 1, 2 through 3 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Saying that it is possible to have joy in the midst of struggle may feel like a stretch, but it is truly possible. Perhaps something that often prevents us from understanding this is learning that there is a difference between happiness and joy. While they may seem the same, there is truly a difference between the two. Happiness is an emotion that is based on circumstance, but joy is a state of mind. I love how Compassion International, which is a ministry dedicated to releasing children from poverty, explains the difference between joy and happiness. They say, joy is of the soul, happiness is of the moment. Joy transcends while happiness reacts. Joy is a practice and a behavior. It's deliberate and intentional. Happiness comes and goes blithely along its way. If joy is a state of mind, an intention, intentional practice and behavior that transcends even above our sour, uh, sorrow and circumstances, then it is possible to have joy in every season of our life. That's how we can consider it pure joy when we face trials of many kinds because our joy doesn't depend on our circumstances as happiness does. And where do we get this joy? Our joy is found in the Lord. Keep your eyes fixed on him. Seek his presence. And he will be the source of your joy no matter what you face. The third mindset change is going from viewing your suffering as meaningless to purposeful. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. If we truly believe that God works in all things for our good, then is it possible for our suffering to be meaningless? I do not think so. Romans 5, 3 through 5 says, Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. At base level, our suffering has the opportunity to produce perseverance, character, and hope in our lives according to what we just read. But the beautiful thing about suffering is that it can often bring so much more meaning and purpose into our lives in addition to that. Even if it takes us years to learn what the bigger purpose is, there is still purpose in suffering. 2 Corinthians 4, 16-17 says, Therefore we do not 
lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. The truth is, suffering is only a momentary trouble. It will not last forever. I know in the midst of it, it may feel like it will last forever, but it is not true. If we do not lose heart and instead choose to make suffering our servant, this will achieve for us an eternal glory that far outweighs any suffering we could ever face. And I want to remind us what Jesus did for us on the cross thousands of years ago. Even though Jesus faced incredible suffering and died a gruesome death for you and for me, there was purpose in his suffering. Through his suffering, he defeated death, hell, and the grave. And now all of us have the chance to accept his free gift of salvation and live eternally with him. What an incredible purpose and meaning. I truly believe that if you make these three mindset changes, going from distrusting to trusting, despair to joyful, and meaningless to purposeful, you will no longer be a servant to your suffering. You might be thinking that this is easier said than done, and I would agree with you. Suffering is hard and is far from enjoyable. I share this as someone who has experienced much suffering and even experiences it today. To briefly share one of my own personal sufferings, five years ago I developed an incurable disorder called spasmodic dysphonia. Uh, It's a vocal disorder that is uh, neurological and prevents my vocal cords from functioning properly. As a worship pastor, Today I can barely sing, if at all, and now I struggle to simply speak. And as you can imagine, the struggle, confusion, frustration, and fear I face through this. And while it is still true that I still struggle with this, it is also true that I have seen how God has used this to bring new growth and joy into my life. I have discovered that I am more than just a voice. And whether or not I can sing or speak, I still have so much to offer in ministry and for the kingdom that I can still worship even if I'm not able to currently sing. And that ultimately, I am not defined by what I do, but who I belong to, and that is Jesus. It is a constant decision that I have to make every time I literally open my mouth to trust that no matter how much I simply struggle to speak, to believe that God is good, that God is in control, and that he will continue to work this out for my good, even if I don't have a clue what that will look like. And I don't. I have no clue. It is a constant decision I have to make to rejoice that my suffering has purpose and meaning, that it is being used to mold me, and that it is an opportunity for God's glory to be revealed in and through me. So I share all this as someone who may not understand what you have gone through or may currently be going through, but as someone who understands suffering. I believe that just as God has been helping me make my own suffering my servant, that he can do the same for you. 
Once again, my name is Amanda, and thank you so much for joining me today. If you'd like to check out our Saturday services at God Squad Church, you can catch us at 1 p.m. or 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Twitch. Make sure you tune back in next week for the next episode of Bible Thump here at LTN. And until then, God bless and take care, nerds.